All right, everybody. Are you ready for a spectacular show? Introduce the original bad hombre, the amazing nerd, the hardest working Antifa boys on George Soros's payroll. With Pablo Morale Martinez and Ernesto Mancibo, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. What are we, so what are we, what, what did you want to talk about? I know we're going to talk about, like, the multiverse. Of course. Of madness. The, the people have been waiting, the people have been waiting. But I also want to start off on something, uh, I guess, kind of, we- not weird, but unexpected. Um, Tell me. I want to go me. see... <laughs> Did you say Dime? Yeah. <laughs> I the want... Uncle Pav, todos tus problemas, y dime. Dímelo gotta, todo. I gotta go pregnant. Uh... <laughs> Again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so unexpectedly, I really want to go see Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. You don't have to go see it. You could just turn on your TV and watch it. On it's on Disney Plus or other legitimate, you know. Oh, <laughs> legitimate websites. Was it was it uh, dropped on Disney Plus at, at the same time as theaters? Yes, I oh. believe so. Oh. Yes. Oh, all right then. Just because, um, because of the. Uh, the interwebs and social media, which never fails to <coughs> drop some of the best tidbits. Um, apparently, there was some reference in be- uh, in regards to a fight between Batman and E.T. Yeah, I saw you post that, like post that meme, and I was like, "What? Okay, this is random." <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm I'm hip. I'm down with the. With the Dadaist, you know, <laughs> sense of humor. I've seen Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> I, I know smiling friends, you know. So I'm like, oh, okay, this this movie isn't just like a money grab. It kind of like makes fun of itself from what I understand by, you know, uh, playing up the fact that, you know, Chippendales is a, obviously a, a 1990s property, but now it's in the modern day. And when I saw the trailer, I th- I felt like there was going to be potential because one of the chipmunks decided they were going to like upgrade, so they went full CGI, and the other one decided to stay two dimensional cartoon. And it seems like <laughs> they're going to keep that up the whole movie. And I'm like, somebody put some thought into this. This is this is kind I gotta of. Gotta tell you that tr- that trailer is so fucking weird. <laughs> like I didn't know what to expect from that trailer. I was just like, okay, all right. So obviously they are like, you know, they're taking a very different approach. I thought it was going to be like all the other uh, 3D cartoons of like, you know, uh, uh, fucking, uh, you know, where they they uh, they turn the characters 3D. They make them CGI characters and they're lost in the city (laughs) and they befriend a human friend. Right. 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 And then it's like, uh, and then it's like tons of fart jokes later and, you know, references to other shit. And then you're praying for death and like loading the shotgun. (laughs) And then the movie ends and it cuts to credits. Bang. 
right? Oh my God! I I know. I uh, hold on a second. I'm I, not I, saying I, that. I'm gonna mother- go. I'm gonna go hug a puppy or something because that <laughs> shit was fucking dark. Oh, I just imagined the screen going blank and then just a flash in the in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey man, you know, at least it's uh, you know I I, I think it's. You know, it used to be called the Smurfs maneuver. Oh god! But now it's called the Morbius. You know. Speaking of which, Morbius is streaming now. What do you say? Is it really? It is. Oh man! What do you say? Uh, What do you mean? What do I say? Are you trying to to lull me into, like, possibly watching this? What else? I gotta tell you. What else do you have to do, really? No. <laughs> Come on. No fucking way you're going to get me to do it. Come no. on. If you I refuse. Let's say I refuse. let's say we're sitting in the theater. We just finished watching like the Smurfs movie, right? Um I've got a shotgun in your mouth and I'm like, dude, we're either going to watch Morbius or Jumper. Otherwise, I'm going to kill you. What would you say? Oh, um <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> and just for saying that, I blow off your foot. And I'm like, I'm not fucking around. I'm not fucking around. It is Morbius or Jumper. Choose. That foot That foot was one day away from pension, man. <laughs> it just bought a timeshare. <laughs> It's cryptocurrency was on its way up. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Poor lefty. But no, I mean, you know, uh, obviously I'm going to pick uh, uh, Morbius because there is no redeeming social value to Jumper. <laughs> All right. So when do we watch I it? I cannot. I can't with Jumper. <laughs> there is no movie that makes me physically angry. <laughs> Just like my whole body just is repulsed by that movie. Don't be careful. Be careful with that shit, man, because the universe will hear you and it'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I what you you think it'll be like oh, jumper two? you know, now that Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen is back on top. <laughs> and now there are rumors going around the, you know, the entertainment sphere that jumper two has been greenlit, and, uh, you know, at that point. You'll uh-huh. have to immediately call me because I will be on the Verrazano Bridge staring down at my watery demise. No, and you know what the thing is? <laughs> They'll have an interview with Hayden Christensen. He's just like, I've always felt that my soul uh, was in Jumper because it was it was a movie I really believed in. I put my heart and soul into it. And they'll release the trailer and you know what what track they'll have for the trailer yes that's right you guessed it jump by chris cross oh come on <laughs> i thought you were going to say and they say that a hero saves the stand here away. yeah i sound like fucking macho man randy savage right now <laughs> Rest in peace, Macho. Yeah, R.I.P. Macho. The Mach. I firmly believed he saved us from 2012. He did. He did. He did save us. 
on the on the on the shoulders of what, what was a bone saw McGraw. <laughs> bone saw is ready. You love that line. You just I love that. Line. You say that shit randomly out of nowhere. It's just like, dude, yeah, exactly. we're at a funeral. It's just like so. <laughs> I yell that into my wife's face when I when I when I'm on top of her. Jesus Christ! Oh my! You you know what? She is too good for you. She is too good for you. Oh, agreed. I agree. There is not a single point where I do not agree with that. Oh my um, god! Oh my god! Oh, I'm so glad I'm not your neighbor. Oh. You're just hearing the bed squeaking and everything, and then out of nowhere, boom, sauce, ready. Oh. It's like, hello, 911. He's doing it again. Also, dispatch, we're calling in a podcast. Uh, it's Robots versus Taxes <laughs> on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. And I'm Pav, you've and, been listening to. And I'm E. Pav. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Letting the people know yes. who the F we are. We are back. Um, we had a little bit of difficulty the past few weeks. You know you know how it is. We're fighting the good fight on various shores. So sometimes we can't yes. always put out a, uh, a fresh episode. But we're back now. We're back. Yes, we're back. We're back now. And hopefully you can, you know, withstand the sound of the AC blaring in the background. Um, <laughs> it is hot. It's been hot the last yeah. two days. Oh, it's a hot one. Like seven or eight inches from the midday sun. <laughs> oh, but how- You know, we keeps it smooth. <laughs> Have you been dealing with this heat, my friend? Oh, I've been indoors. I've, I haven't left my fucking house. Are you kidding me? I have... <laughs> Fucking surround sound now. <laughs> There's no reason for me to leave. Um, <laughs> uh, there's like a, you know, there's a pandemic raging. Uh, and the only thing that'll get me outside right now is the promise of, um, you know, a Bernie Sanders presidency and possibly marijuana, like heaps of it. They got a rolling tumbleweed of marijuana. <laughs> a marijuana cloud has, you know, wafted through the Northeast. That's that's that'll get me outside. Holy shit! Holy shit! Well, I mean, you're definitely right about the pandemic. It's like every time you turn around, like that that fucking guy COVID just keeps uh, just keeps showing up, like. Like the movie Jumper on a uh, Sunday Channel Eleven you movie. It's just, I'm sorry. It's just, I. It's, now that I know that that movie uh, irks you so, um, I I got to keep that one in the in the chamber because it. it's just so it's just so good. I'm pretty sure it's on Blu-ray. I gotta. Oh. I gotta. You I know. swear to God, if that shows up somewhere in like a Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> No one will. You'll never be found. That's all. That's all I'll say. You'll never be found. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna buy the box set of like, um, the the past decade of MCU movies, right? Like the pristine one that comes in like a giant an Infinity Gauntlet. Um, and you're gonna be like, holy shit, dude! I can't wait to listen to this on my brand new brand new sound system. And every disc is just jumper. 
It still has the art from the movies, from Iron Man 1 to Infinity War. Right. No, I know. But no, I know. It's all Jumper. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'll fucking kill you. I'll just kill you. <laughs> and it'll be autographed by Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yeah. Oh. To my biggest fan, Pav. <laughs> Love the show. I hate sand. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just for that, like, I'm just going to flood his trailer with sand, right? <laughs> just going to get a hose and crack a crack a window open and just flood his trailer. Oh, man. I think he's going to, you know what? I think he's going to change your, your tune, buddy, when uh, Kenobi finally drops, which is soon, actually. Um, you, I, I think you're going to be like, you know what? I was too hard on the guy. No, no. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, you, yeah. You can, you can say it all you want. <laughs> like I, I don't, I, I don't understand it. Uh, I just don't understand. It's like polyamory to me. Like I, I know it. I respect it. I just don't understand it. Uh, you kind of admire it as well, secretly. Uh, uh, not really. Taiko Watiti. Oh yeah, I guess so. Ah, see. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You were caught in your own hypocrisy. I'm about to be cancelled. <laughs> I want to be cancelled. Um, but what are we gonna talk about? What are we gonna talk about? Like, I'm, like, there's so much like shit that has gone on. But because of my mood and my general malaise, um, I'm just like I'm reticent to talk about it. Do we uh, <laughs> do, do we really need to talk about all the horrible shit in the world? Let's talk about, about horrible shit that's weird. Like for example, <coughs> monkeypox is coming. Have you heard about this? Oh God, yes, I know. And that you know, for, you know, for a delightful hot second, right? <laughs> I was convinced that this that I read monkeypox is coming. And I thought, oh, that delightful Brendan Fraser movie <laughs> with Rose McGowan and Chris Kattan. Yes, I remember that movie. And then it was like, oh, no, 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 no. The, the life-threatening disease um, um, that is running rampant in certain parts of the, of the globe. From what I've read, and this is, you know, um, this is the only time I'll even be somewhat legitimate on this show because it's more about fun than accuracy but with a modicum of legitimacy here at work we do get emails about um, certain medical uh, news and trends and stuff like that and one came through for the monkeypox and uh, they were saying that uh, some cases have been confirmed in the UK and in Canada and it is most likely uh, going to make its way to the US and I think at the time of this recording there are some su suspected cases here but they did state that most people who are um, not immunocompromised uh, will probably, if they contract monkeypox, they will likely weather it and come through uh, just fine on the other end. So if there are strains that are life-threatening from what stands as of this moment, the strain that has been going around is not a life-threatening one. Um, however, if you are immunocompromised or um, really elderly, 
Um, it's something that you should just watch out for, you know, uh, practice social distancing. And if you suspect uh, any of these symptoms that, uh, that are associated with monkeypox, which uh, oddly enough, not oddly, but because a lot of viruses have the same kind of symptoms. If you uh, exhibit flu-like symptoms, uh, fever, things of that nature, you know, get in touch with your primary care provider and, you know, take steps. Um, so it it's not like this giant monster of a thing is bearing down on us. Again, um, I'm not a medical professional. This is just what I the news that I've gotten at work. As we know, these things can be fluid and change from week to week. So, you know, we'll see. Right, right, right. Um, geez, uh, so there is a survival rate at this point, right? Oh, yeah. You get it, you can survive. Okay, good. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. You know, when when people throw out, like, these uh, diseases, right? Like, after, like, remember a, a while ago, it was like... Africanized hornets are invading the U.S. <laughs> oh my god! And they're coming for you. And I'm like, uh, okay, I, I, you know, I'll batten down the hatches, and then nothing happens. Yeah, right? seriously. You just a few cases here and there, right? Now this this monkeypox. Um, I am, uh, I, I'm I'm just like if you say that there's survivability to it. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll watch out for it, yeah. right? Um, but already, I have seen, uh, you know, on the Twitter sphere, hmm. you know, uh, certain voices are already sounding the alarm. Uh, you know, the the these Alex Jones fringe types. Oh boy! Like uh, there's this guy named Andy Engo. Um, he he's like, uh, you know spotlighting the fact that it you know it originated in Africa. Oh boy. You know, and he's making subtle insinuations that black people are responsible. You know, it's the, the it's that kind of Tucker Carlson. I'm not a racist, but racism. He just yeah. <laughs> uh so, you know, uh, it, it's good to be educated, but like, uh, you know, for listeners out there, just know that this shit isn't it, it's it's not a tornado. It's not a wild tornado of evil yet. Hmm. Let's all just chill the fuck out. No matter what the media is like fucking ring like ringing at you. Hmm. So, um, so, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I, I kind of went off in a different direction there. No, no, it's uh, still, it's still on message. It's still on message. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, speaking of t- Tucker Carlson, right? Can we talk about how punchable his face is? Oh, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to land myself in hot water or land Radio Free Brooklyn in hot water. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that I would want to inflict violence on the man question mark because <laughs> um, that's how he phrases things it's like i don't know replacement theory maybe yeah you know, it's just like his voice goes all high because you know i'm just no asking dick. questions you know <laughs> what i yeah he does have a punchable and all i have to say again i don't want to land ourselves already a free brooklyn in any hot water but you know where is that hero 
who who decked uh, Richard Spencer in the middle of an on-street interview. Where is that fist of justice um, <laughs> when we need it? Like you, we, we need him to rise from the shadows. <laughs> Thing is, he's too well protected, you know. Um. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm like starting to paint myself into a corner. Right? <laughs> um. He's just too well protected. He has too many bodyguards. You know, <laughs> there's no way to get him. Um. But uh, but yeah, uh, no, uh, I I I agree. Where's that? Where's the fist of justice here? The fist of justice, does, I feel like, will come metaphorically when they avenge, when people get wise to his act, hopefully, mm. and that's a big ask for a lot, for a lot of, of, of people, especially his fans, mm. when they get wise to his ruse, and dump his ass, you know, mm. like the Truth Social app, you know, oh. they'll just <laughs> like, you know, they'll they'll, they'll dump it out. Talk about like uh, a piece of crappy technology. It was. It's like it's hammer tech, is basically what it is. It's, yeah, basically that's what it is. It, it tries so hard to mimic uh, what the standard is, what everybody's flocking to, and it's just, you know, every day the hamster falls off the wheel, and they're just like, up oh, four oh four error, you know. Does it really? Is there have there been like a lot of errors? Have you do you know that for certain? Every time they try to roll it out in any significant way, they come they come up to a bottleneck because they've tried so hard to replicate Twitter, uh, with it, replicate Twitter's format in Truth Social, but the thing is, Twitter has had infrastructure that was built up over a decade. They've had you know a number of engineers and designers you know, make that site what it is for better or for worse. And to think that you can just come along out of nowhere and it's just like, oh, since we got a big name attached to it, um, you know, this thing is going to take off like a fucking rocket. And it's just like, this isn't, this isn't like a, a fucking vodka brand. You can't just, you can't just have somebody make it, slap your name on it. And it's just like, hey, it sells, you know, it's like, it's it's Diddy did it. Ryan Reynolds did it with vodka or whatever drinks that you know they're behind. With a social media platform, it takes more work. At least I know. that's how it stands now. I just imagine that the programming board is just made out of ex Quibi, like <laughs> uh, uh, software engineers. Jesus Christ, man! Why do you shit on Quibi so much? <laughs> It had potential. It had potential. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It didn't. I'm sorry. It didn't. I can't. All I'm, they I'm needed, not going to sit here and, disagree, and agree with you. All they needed was the right show at the right time. If Quibi had come out 15 years ago, let's say, and the original Clone Wars cartoon would have streamed exclusively on Quibi, I think we'd see a whole different juggernaut today, you know? Because remember, I those original think, episodes were like three minutes long, remember? Yeah, they were three minutes, three to five minutes long. Yes, they were epic. Yes, they're some of the best Star Wars that's ever made. I am going to agree with you there. But had it streamed on Quibi, it would have gone the way of New Coke. <laughs> Coke, Coke Clear. What was it? Clear Coke? 
I think it was Pepsi that did the the clear soda. Pepsi, Pepsi clear. Yeah, right. Cri- yes, Crystal Pepsi. I think it was Crystal called. Crystal yeah. Pepsi. Yeah, <laughs> you know that shit scared. Even as a kid, and I was very much into soda as a kid, that scared me for some reason. It just didn't seem natural, you know, because regular Pepsi's natural. But uh, it just there was something about it that freaked me out. That to this day. And it's weird because sometimes I'll look into a tr- into train tracks and I'll see like this old dilapidated bottle <laughs> of Crystal Pepsi. And, f- and I'm like, first of all, where the fuck did that come from? Who just finished off this bottle and was just like, ah, I'm throwing it in the tracks, you know? It's a sentient bottle. It's a sentient bottle. It's like, hey, hey. <laughs> Did you know that the human body has 246 bones? <laughs> and it's like, uh, crawl back into your cave, Crystal Pepsi. Um, no, I mean, I mean, yeah, it, I agree. It is, cre- it is creepy. You fucking, you know, a Crystal Pepsi. Like, you know, one. I remember going into the aisles as a kid, and like when the Pepsi bottle handed me a bottle, uh, a book of Dianetics, I was like, "There's something weird. <laughs> There's something really weird." With this Pepsi, <laughs> it's like what, like Pepsi? Why? Like, if we wanted clear soda, we would either go for Sprite, or barring that, if if you know the budget's really tight, a uh, lemon drink from Pathmark. You know, oh, that's right, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Instead, it's like you know, you know, we're supported by Tom Cruise. It's like I know Crystal Pepsi, <laughs> and it's like, did you know that like? So- Psychology, psychology is a quack franchise <laughs> created by people who want to destroy your uh, your Thetan levels. <laughs> theta levels. Just Jesus like, Christ. Like Crystal Pepsi, you know, get off. Get, you know, I, I, I'm I just looking for uh, 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 the, the, the mask brand uh, cereal. <laughs> get out of my way. I'm just a kid. There's no way I'm going to get into your L. Ron Hubbard three theatrics, my friend. I'm just I, I've I've seen this bit to the bitter end. I'm sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god, Crystal Pepsi. Who who would have thought that today? That's why Leah Leah Ramini never drinks Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> well, of course, of course not. <laughs> oh shit, man. Uh, who'd have thought we'd be talking about Crystal Pepsi uh, on a day like this? But um, speaking of uh, random shit. It's going clear. Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. Nice. Very nice. But wow. Yeah, I like that. Oh, man. But uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, weird stuff, uh, since you haven't been out, let me let me uh, put you on to what's hip. Um, please. Please do. This past Saturday was the 50th birthday of the Notorious B.I.G., and uh, the MTA, New York in general, uh, wanted to get on the bad wagon to, you know, get earn a little extra cheddar, you know. And uh, <laughs> the MTA decided that they were releasing Metro cards with Biggie's picture on the back. And I thought to myself, oh, you know, that's you know, it's commemorative, you know, whatever. Dude, I was out and about on Saturday. When I got to Atlantic, there was... A crush of people at all of the uh, MetroCard uh, vending machines. It lines stretching outside of the station, 
And I was just like, when I first got there, I was just like, haven't these people ever heard of like Apple Pay or Google Pay? Like just just use your phone, man. I mean, cards are, are touchless now. But then it finally clicked for me. I was just like, oh, the Biggie Metro cards, you know? And uh, yeah. apparently, I mean, look, Biggie is a, a New York staple. I'm not going to deny that. And I enjoy his music, you know, for what it is. He is not like the New York hero that for me that he is to a lot of other people. Um, not for any particular reason. Just it oh damn just isn't why you know? no no okay no reason i i have nothing against if his song comes on you know i'll bump it whatever you know um but some people look at him like you know oh king of new york and i'm just like rapper you know so wow holy shit why like what what like and you know i'm blowing this out of proportion for the clout obviously oh, okay. obviously, obviously obviously yeah i have to blow up this hot, this hot take <laughs> out of proportion for the clout, my friend, for the listens, for people tuning in just now. Ernesto Mancibo, co-host of the Robots versus Taxes programs, says he hates Biggie. No, Small. I did. I did not say that. Do not put <laughs> words into my mouth, Pavel Tiberius Martinez. That's right. He said he would rather kiss bullet than listen to. Juicy. What the fuck? Or give me the loot. No, stop it. Stop (laughs) it now. Stop it. No, 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 no. To me, you know, he he was one of the best who have ever done it, you know, in the game. Um, but people, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I have a disconnect with my generation. But I for me, he was never elevated in my mind to this to this iconic uh new york represent like king of new york i don't know to me i don't know i don't know but then again i'm not i'm not a uh a connoisseur of the rap you know i i dig the genre you know <laughs> i'm out here with the kids in the rap music uh, with the hipping and the hopping and the pipping and the popping yeah, but <laughs> oh man! I don't know. I think I'm, I'm just. Like, I think I'm just I'm old. Like, no, dude. It's. I mean, we both are right. Mm. So, um, but but still, that is, for you know, we grew up in the in the fucking nineties when hip hop, it was the golden age of hip hop, right? But, uh, uh, you know, and Biggie is was like he's basically the, you know, one of the Titans. Yeah. So for you to say that you're just like, he ain't shit. No, I did not say that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yo, dude, if you get me shot, I swear to God, I will haunt you. Oh, my God. No, I did not say any such thing. I like I said before, he's one of the best who have ever done it. I don't know. There, there's a disconnect for me. He's for me, and and I'm only speaking for myself. I could. I'm saying it right now. I could be, and I'm probably wrong. But for me, I don't know if he ever transcended from being like one of the best in rap to ever do it to being New York. Like he is, he is the quintessential New York icon. I don't know. I don't know. Who do you well? Who do you associate with uh, the quintessential like New York sound? Is it Skilo? Is <laughs> it um, is it Too Short? 
I know he's not. He's from California. Uh. Um, <laughs> is it uh, <laughs> Skilo? <laughs> is it is Skilo the guy who was like, I wish it was taller? I yeah, I think so. I think so. That guy. That guy. He's talking about tight titans he, of of hip hop. He was definitely a, a hip hop icon to me. To 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 tell you the truth, because he really told a story with that song, and it's timeless. That song will play forever. Yes. Um, yes. The quintessential New York sound for me, if I had to choose, Rakim. Rakim. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Rakim. Okay. Wow. But that's a reach. That's like, that's like even a little further back than. For sure. Than, uh, yeah. Okay. The quintessential New York sound, Rakim, of Eric B. and Rakim. Like, I, I'm explaining it to the listeners <laughs> because, you know, a lot of the listeners are from Williamsburg, I assume. <laughs> and they're all like, who the fuck is that, bro? <laughs> well, they're drinking down their free trade soy lattes. <laughs> we got your number. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, you should, uh, uh, you know, if you would uh, to ask me what my quintessential New York sound is. What is the quintessential New York sound to you? Uh, I believe uh, the guy's name's Akinyele. The guy that uh, sang the song, Put It In Your Mouth. Are you fucking serious? Put it in your mouth. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I'm just, I was I'm about to say, I was just like, wow. <laughs> wow, I did not know that you were then. I did not know. Song of the week. <laughs> It makes sense that you played it at your wedding. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I know I did. My parents were like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and afterward, we're all watching Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> Went to a drive-in. Who goes to a drive-in anymore? You do. That's who. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> Me and my entire wedding entourage. Which was quite a feat since you can't drive, so. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> oh man, swerving all of, it was like the it was like Act Two of the Batman. It was <laughs> 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 swerve, <laughs> cause a fucking massive car accident, and fucking you know, just like I got you, <laughs> I got you to nobody. <laughs> Oh shit, man! Yeah, but um, no, but, but really, uh, who but yeah. who is the uh, the quintessential New York sound for you? But you, I, I you know, it, it's a bunch of people. Wu Tang, forever ah. for me. Um, yes. Wu Tang for me is is the shiz night has always been top tier, uh, like elemental hip hop. Yes, you know? yes, it's just it's an element. You know, the Wu is up there. That's ab- that's right. That's absolutely yeah. right. So speak, speaking of um, which, did they uh, did they ever release the album that fucking Scarelli bought from them for like, what was it, two million or some shit like that? And then oh, I don't know. Then because of all his money troubles, he had to sell that shit back. <laughs> I just I really wish that um, it would have been really cool if the Wu-Tang had pranked that dude all these years. Like after all this time, like he goes he goes bankrupt. 
you know, all his businesses go under. He gets, you know, canceled. You know, he gets revealed that, uh, you know, he's a scumbag, like went like he's pronounced unfuckable by the by the <laughs> public at large. You know, you develop spontaneous gonorrhea. And then he like he, he's just like my life is at an end. Might as well listen to the last remaining vestige of my of my riches. He pops in the uh, Wu Tang album that cost him like three million dollars or whatever, uh-huh. and then it's just like them farting into a microphone to like <laughs> <laughs> to clip some martial arts movies. Oh shit! It's like oh, <laughs> that would be epic. Wu Tang Shaolin style. And the Wu Tang sword. (laughs) And that's when Con Ed cuts off his lights. And (laughs) and the CD the CD just stops. And he's just like this or it just slows down where it's like it, it dies like a like a thing that's d- run out of batteries. It's like, yo, 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 this one's going out to my homie. <laughs> <laughs> He's just sitting there in the dark. He's just like, there's no meaning. And that's when you see just a sudden flash and it just ends. <laughs> just ends for Scarelli. <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> now streaming on all your favorite platforms. <laughs> if that was the trailer for morbius i would watch it oh shit if that was the trailer dude i would be in the theaters day one Shit, you get to see fucking. <laughs> you get to see Shakrelli end it all? <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, man. <laughs> My ass is in the seat. Alamo Draft House, middle seat. <laughs> you get the most sound. Oh, fuck, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Oh man, I got that guy. That guy uh, for me represented an era of like, and it was like a short-lived era, which I think no, no, no. It's it's an era that still exists today with uh, Elon Musk, right? Ugh. Um, it's just like those millionaires who, you know, fucking just they don't give it like they're just out there just. Being like, ooh, look at me, I'm rich, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm uh, buying Twitter, and then just like, you know, being an asshole, and you know, uh, is Trump gonna have a platform? Who knows? Ooh. But apparently, like, that purchase that purchase is on hold now. Uh, I think he's trying to weasel his way out of it. Really, really, I think no so. Way. I think so. I think he finally, <laughs> I think as the purchase continues, and he realized the amount of legality not to mention he knows nothing about uh social media platform regulation it's not like if he bought twitter and uh made it private that he still wouldn't be uh responsible uh for shit that happens on or around twitter and i think it's starting to sink in so as uh various lawsuits come out like making sure that this is not some sort of there's not some violation of you know whatever laws go into 
put sinking this much money into buying a company um, and there being like legal red tape behind it, I think he's starting to realize like I don't think I really want to do this because this would require more attention than I really want to give. I just for him, he's just like, I just want to be an asshole and get attention. But if I buy this, I actually have to make it work because if you go if you take a company private, you have investors. Investors have demands. Yeah, right. Um wow, he's is he pulling the uh the 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 like the 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 sitcom trope of the guy that doesn't have any money who's at an auction <laughs> and this is like Am I hearing five? Am I am I hearing five million? Five million. It's like five million. You know, <laughs> he has like a little, uh, a little like a mustache, a fake mustache with like the it's the Monopoly Man mustache. <laughs> I think he's doing some shit like that. I I, I don't think he really, uh, he really wants this. He really dug the attention. You know, every. N- Everybody was talking about him and fucking buying Twitter almost as much, if not more in some circles, as the war in Ukraine. And it got sickening at a certain point, but he was just eating that shit up. He really was. Um, And, you know, that especially tends to happen with people who have no personality (sighs) and then are suddenly given all of this attention. I mean, he got some attention with, um, you know, the things he's done over the years, uh, creating paypal and then tesla and then spacex and then suddenly we as this country became more and more grotesque at making billionaires uh or american oligarchs let's just call them what they are into these faux celebrities who don't really do anything well at least they offer no real redeeming quality there's no real entertainment to them as say an actor or comedian singer yeah like they were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. What's what's the, what's that other phrase? They were born on third base, thinking they're they're on they're thinking they're home. I forget. I forget the 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 phrase. But yeah, uh, well, we don't watch sports, so we wouldn't know that yeah, one. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I know that phrase that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he was born above the rim and such and such. So. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? It, it's it's like you know he's he's just born with a silver spoon in his mouth, so uh, uh, he doesn't really have like we already talked about this. Where like he he got he basically he's not a programmer. Like mm-hmm. he's not really like uh, uh, because he makes himself out to be this te- technological wunderkind akin to Tony Stark, Duh. right? <laughs> he's building his own suit of armor for the Boring Company. That's his like side right. company that does the. Um, and, and like, and the reality is, no, he's just like a guy, a, 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 an asshole who inherited all of his riches from a, from his parents, um, a blood diamond mine, mm-hmm. a blood emerald mine uh, in South Africa and just failed upwards. Yep. Like made a bunch of good business decisions and just was like, whoa, I guess I made more money. Wow. I guess I'm the head of a company now. <laughs> Tesla? Sure. Meanwhile, you know, when you have millions and millions of dollars, like you have to be you have to be especially stupid um, to not make more from it. It is so unbelievably easy, even well, I, I am no financial advisor or genius. But if I suddenly found myself with millions upon millions of dollars, 
just taking the most conservative route, and I don't mean conservative as in a party, uh, a political party. I mean conservative in regards to uh, decisions, not making big risky moves, just making conservative decisions. You, the money just multiplies on its own when you keep it in, you know, very stable investments, uh, money products that are often by offered by firms or banks. Like you just you just make money off of that that people have to like break their asses for in regular labor, and that's just like ground level that's just ground. that's like not being irresponsible and being like i'm gonna buy a golden car you know like not doing stupid shit like that i'm gonna launch a car into space 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 that shit fuck him fuck him yeah, for that fuck that guy oh god it's like thinking when i think of the scientists of like the 1950s and 60s they're just like okay we've got this government money we have the opportunity to put a vestiges of human achievement on a satellite and send it out into space. And if anything happens to us, this, this will be at least a, a small testament to our legacy. What do we do? Oh, okay. We put together these materials, uh, a record of all the hellos on the planet, some of our music. We etch into a gold plate uh, what human beings were, where we're possibly located in the galaxy, and just send that the fuck out. The brightest minds got together. They had a fraction of what Elon Musk has in regards of just access to money. Elon Musk is just like, I'm going to launch a car. <laughs> Not just any car, the car I make. Oh, <laughs> it's, Jesus. You know, it's like, fuck you. Um, so uh, let me, can I, I want to pick your brain on something because, you know, the, this whole, like, um, I was, you know, but. Before uh, I, I started feeling real shitty and whatever, uh, I was just reading about like all the the uh, the the Supreme Court anti-abortion decisions, right? Right. That they're trying to push across, um, and I was I was also reading about like the the blowback from it, and like people are going to the justices' houses mm. and protesting. Mm -hmm. So I, I wanted to see what your point of view was on going to protest at the houses of of people who of like legislators and politicians who are pushing across a quasi fascistic quasi uh, 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 like right wing agenda to the point where it is policing not only people's uh, bodies, but uh, suppressing uh, the progress that this country has made as a whole. So what's what's your point of view on on, you know, going out to protest in these people's backyards, basically? I fucking agree with it. That's all I have to say about that. OK. Oh, wow. OK. Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you know, I mean, not to not to go too on long about it, because the rage starts to come up when I think about what's going on and I could, you know, I just don't want to get like really super serious and ugly, but, um, this, this anti, these anti-abortion measures that are being threatened to be enacted and in some States have been enacted in some shape or form are one of the ugliest things that I have ever seen in my lifetime and something I'd hoped I would never see, but 
here we are. You're telling women what they can and cannot do with their bodies. If this goes through, America cannot call itself a country, a country of equal rights. And that's, and that's by every technical measure that one can measure by. Um, because there has never, ever been a measure like that for men, uh, even though we, have, <laughs> we are part of the process. Um, and to do that to women of, of this country who vote, who fight in the military, who, who participate in every possible aspect that a human being can participate in, for them not to have bodily autonomy, it's one of the most grotesque things I've ever seen. Right. And, uh, you know, to play devil's advocate here and, you know, uh, skate along the ring of, of like, I'm about to get canceled, bitch. <laughs> you know, um, uh, I would say that um, the reason why these measures are being taken by the Supreme Court is because the right wing uh, has decided that it's good for business. Mm. It's just good for business, you know, and that's I, I think that's what they're trying to get away with. I think that they're trying to push f uh, for a more fascistic country uh, by, you know, by starting off with Rovers by, uh, you know, by starting off nixing Roe versus Wade. And then moving along to like, um, what's it called? Uh, 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 marriage equality. Mm. Then maybe go a little further and just be like interracial marriages, legal, you know, mm. um, then it's going to be like, you know, uh, let's kick all the, you know, let's kick people who don't speak, who, who speak another language out of the, you know, mm -hmm. and I, obviously I'm being a completely speculative and alarmist to a T, but I mean, the, like, this is the kind of the underlying message of what they want. Like, this is what Tucker Carlson wants whenever he's like, you know, uh, he's plant pushing the replacement theory mm. kind of um, <clears throat> message on his show, uh, which I, I don't even know that I forgot the name of his show. I think it's called the Tucker Carlson Flower Hour. <laughs> I think that's whatever I think the fuck. That's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Fer the Farina Hour with T with Tucker Carlson. Oh God, uh, is he actually on uh, for a whole hour? Does does that shit spew for a whole hour? Ugh. I, I pro yeah, probably. I mean, like you know, the, when when you come up with concepts and, and lazy uh, theoretical political stances, like he does, it's like there's no shortage of like how many times you can revisit the well and repackage hatred mm. uh, it, for white audiences, mm. you know, for white right wing audiences. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just laziness at its peak and it's just, it's really easy in itself. Mm. So, um, <sighs> but yeah, you know, when I, th when I think of all the people who I've spoken to over the years and I've mentioned like America America has its opportunities and it has its good points, but America is also very much as any of those other things, a racist country. It is in the DNA of this country 
just because just because you don't see uh, white hoods marching down your street um, as we did in the 40s and 50s. Hey, in some small towns, you still can see that shit today. Um, it doesn't mean that there aren't measures that are taken that they know will harm people of certain in certain strata of this country more than others because they know those strata are occupied by a certain type of people. And if your definition of racism and a racist country has to be cartoonishly overt in order for you to recognize it, then you really don't know what the fuck is going on. Or more likely, you're choosing not to know what the fuck is going on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you which America isn't racist. And that is... America Chavez. That's right. <laughs> from the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> nice. We, we only have a little bit of time left. <laughs> but, I mean, we, 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 uh, it, it would behoove me not to bring up the Multiverse of Madness. We saw it. We, uh, we, also, we also saw Eric Andre live. We have a lot of shit to talk about. We haven't gotten to it on this show. So, maybe we'll get to it on the, uh, the next show. But for right now... Let's I just let's get uh, Ernesto's quick review of the of the multiverse of madness. The multiverse of madness was such a a comic book readers like Nirvana. They threw so many Easter eggs and so many visuals and so many cameos in there. It was just mwah, chef's kiss. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean. Uh, in this day and age, you'll always find somebody who can critique a film just like, oh, I didn't like this or this wasn't realistic, you know, for a Marvel film. But everything, everything about that film just said, as a viewer, as an MCU fan, thank you for sticking by us. We love you. Here's some spooge in your face, you know, so. <laughs> well, all right. Um, uh, I will come back next week to critique the show. Because <laughs> I, I have my beefs with it Because, uh, you know It's called the Multiverse of Madness They only really go to three dimensions I eh, want a little more variety in my dimensions Fucking you know? selfish <laughs> Yeah, I know I, I am I am incredibly selfish but, You know, coming from a person that Put a fatwa on the Russo brothers <laughs> uh, Oh my god <laughs> What is it with you and trying to get my ass kicked this week? Oh, my God. What can I say? I woke up and I was just like, you know, you know, I'm going to make Ernesto public enemy number one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fatwa on the Russo brothers. No, I just I just think they're liars. OK. OK. All right. Um. So for both of us here, <laughs> I think that's a good place to cap it, right? Right? Public enemy number one. Oh, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> I am Pav. And I'm Ernesto. <laughs> and together we are the Robots vs. Taxes program. On Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right. And while you're out there, you could try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the week. Yo! I'm just giving out stones. Every day I get up on a frowns. I want to more in order to girl. I want to more in order to go. Everyone for a little love sometimes. You better know, you better know.
Tell me, baby girl, if your love is really, really true. Tell me what you wanna, what you really, really wanna do. Tell me, baby girl, hey, I know I'm like, no, yo, yo. If you really love me, let it flow, flow. And if you don't love me, let me go, go. What in the road, boy, I'll let you know, know that. Me can't comprehend 